It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Have you ever wondered why that listing you were looking at was described as cozy or why a seller is maybe described as being motivated? Well, keep listening to today's show here on the Savvy Realtor as we decipher some of these more cryptic terms in the real estate world with Angie Cole, our expert real estate agent, and unveil the stories behind what we'll fun lovingly call the dirty words of real estate. Angie, I don't think these are that dirty in the real estate world, but they're just more like maybe there's more than meets the eye to what these words mean, or there's sort of like a hidden meaning behind some of them, or they can be interpreted as good or bad, depending on the context. So that's kind of what we're getting to the bottom of here. So the first one I'll throw out to you, when you see fixer upper, or I'll do a synonym, perhaps handyman special, what does that ring in in your ears? Is that sort of this like positive light or we're trying to cover something up here? Yeah, I've never heard of the handyman special. I kind of like that one. Um, <laughs> the a, a fixer upper, I mean, means okay. You you need to be ready to go in, have a contractor available, and do probably lots of repairs. And also, okay, cosmetically, maybe there's repairs, but what really happens when we start opening things up? So you know. Bad word, yes, in a sense, because who knows what you're getting into. And a lot of times you just have no idea until you close on the home and you start digging deep and you start doing the repairs and renovations. But for some people, they love the word fixer-upper because to them, that's an investment, right? So more than likely, you're probably getting a discounted rate on that property in order for you to fix, repair. And then once those improvements are completed, the home's worth a lot more. So I guess depending on who's who's uh, looking at that type of home, it could be a, a bad word or a good word. Good point. Yeah. It's either opportunity or a headache, yeah. depending on how you look right, at it. Right, right. Love so it. Yes. Just know that going into it that you hear Fixer Upper and it's like, oh, it's like the TV show. This will be beautiful when we put a little bit of, you know, yeah. a little yeah. bit of sweat into it and boom, it'll be wonderful. Well, maybe, maybe not. Look yeah, at it yeah. very closely. Right. Yep. Uh, what about a motivated seller? I feel like I've heard that term a lot. Is uh, What's that really telling us? Yeah, I mean, again, it could be good or bad. I would never suggest that if we are representing a seller for we for us to put in a motivated seller. Because right out of the gates, the buyer's looking at that like, ooh, I'm about to go in with a lowball offer. So you're pretty much putting all your cards on the table. So I would say, I would say that's a bad word in the sense that you are just saying hey, like we will discount this home, just get it moving. I don't think that's the best way to market a property. Yeah, that's a really good point. I feel like, yeah, if you're representing the seller, why would you describe them as being, you know, in that position? I I don't see the advantages. You gave up on negotiation power. No, I don't either. I agree with you. All right, uh, here we go. We got uh, the word cozy. I mentioned that at the top, so let's throw that one into the mix here. Cozy sounds like a positive word, but does it sometimes kind of try to make a different word sound a little bit better? Yeah, I mean, it could, you know, some cozy could also be small, right? So is it cozy where it's, I don't know, comfortable in a sense, like there's a wood-burning fireplace, you know, maybe it's just staged, you know, and just with, you know, 
extra comfy like blankets and it just seems like a cozy or that I said the word see you know a more comfortable room but I would say it tends to be probably on the smaller side to me Mm -hmm. would be cozy yeah certainly sounds better than small right yes there's there's a very (laughs) small room (laughs) off the blah 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 right there's right. a cozy spot a cozy. to curl up beside the fire yes. over here. Yeah, you know? definitely a play on words. It yeah. Helps. Uh, if you see something listed as is, you could relate this to the Fixer Upper Handyman yep. Special description, yep. but this one's a little bit different. This one has some actual meaning, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I always, so whenever we go on a listing presentation, if a seller says, I'm absolutely not fixing anything, not open to repair negotiations, I say, guys, well, you know, even though the North Carolina offer to purchase reads the homes being sold as is, buyers are under the assumption that typically a seller will be reasonable. Like if an item comes up, you know, they'll be reasonable with either giving monies in lieu of or fixing the repair item. But if a seller says, absolutely not, not fixing anything, I then say, well, you know what? We really need to list this home as is. And as is can definitely give like a bad connotation that there are things wrong. And if the home's in great condition, but the seller's just being, you know, kind of just tough on, I don't want to fix anything. I actually tell them guys, like I really have to talk them through and educate that we don't want to market the home as is because buyers assume something's wrong. And so that out of the gates is going to get you a lower price point than what we could if you were reasonable when it came to repairs and we don't include the word. So as is means, yes, you can do inspections, but you are truly accepting the home in its as is condition. And, you know, after closing, it's all yours. So I don't love the word as is. Okay, very good. Yeah, that's another one that is uh, interesting to hear your opinion on there, Angie. If you've got questions for Angie about anything we talk about on the show or your own real estate questions you'd like to address one-on-one, you can always give her a call at 919-538-6477. You can also text that number, 919-538-6477. What if you see the term, Angie, cash only? What would that imply? Cash only is it's more than likely an as is or a fixer upper, okay? Cash only means that for whatever reason, we're not able to to obtain a loan. Typically, it's because of condition. Uh, Certain loans have certain requirements. For example, you cannot obtain an FHA or a VA loan if there's not a, a stove in place. If there's not flooring, you know, those type of loans can get really nitpicky. For example, there cannot be rotted wood at the door jam, which many homes have just from the water kicking back. Other homes that might read cash only, um, we sometimes see that with condominiums. The reason being is the ratio of investors versus primary residents. The investors is over a certain limit. So the banks will not lend on those condos. Um, Some are just also not approved for financing. Um, There's a whole process to get a condominium neighborhood approved. And so that is important to also look at whenever you're searching for a home. If you're looking at condominiums, if you must get a mortgage, make sure that that condo, before you even get excited about it, will accept a loan. It has nothing to do with the buyer, nothing to do with the lender. That is strictly uh, because it doesn't check the box that it's, you know, like approved for financing. So yeah, that's typically what cash only means. Okay, very good. I got one more for you, Angie, and we'll wrap up the week on this one. If we see a house that is tenant occupied, 
uh, that, that's telling us that there's there's probably renters in the property that's being yeah. sold, right? Is that a, a positive or a negative? I guess this is another perspective one. Yeah, it totally depends on your, your goals for the home. If it's going to be your primary residence, um, tenant occupied probably wouldn't be a great thing. Um, and actually, depending on your financing, you, you must take possession of the home within 60 days or you cannot get financing. And if the lease goes beyond 60 days, it's actually loan fraud. You must take possession of the home. Now, if this is more of an investment loan and it's for purchasing as an investment property, having it be, you know, tenant occupied and there already be a tenant in place, that means income coming in immediately, that could be a positive. One thing to remember, if you're purchasing a home that is tenant occupied, the lease carries with the home. So that means that, let's say that the lease just started, we have a year lease in place, that lease is good for a year. You cannot go and change the terms of the contract. So that is very important to remember when purchasing a home that is tenant occupied, lease carries with a home. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into The Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.